Hey folks, welcome to a podcast about Catholic things. I am Eric, the Ambassador of Common Sense, and I'm here with... I'm Dan, the Ambassador of Nonsense. Welcome everybody. And we are getting one out this week, but uh, the thing is, we're late. So (laughs) we're recording a little bit late, um, and also we don't have a formal subject today. Um, Yeah. There's a lot going on right now so we're going to talk a lot about these current events um and we're going to tell you now that next week uh, we'll be talking about the devil and uh how much power the devil has here on earth which should be an interesting subject how much he doesn't have right and And before we get uh too far down the line uh i'm going to tell you about the beer of the week i don't have it by the way i I don't i did tell you yeah why don't you have one I told well, you to send you me one. one. <laughs> well, you can't send beer through the mail. You know that, right? I did not know that. Well, it actually depends on which state you're sending it to, uh, and probably from. I don't know. Different states have different rules about that. In any case, what's the beer? Uh, of the this week? is a Cincinnati beer. It's called Rheingeist. Uh, the Rhine is from the area of Cincinnati, known as over, over the, the Rhine. Rhine. Yep, which is a German uh, settled area. The uh, the Erie Canal reminded the Germans of the Rhine River, and so they called it over the Rhine. And uh, Rheingeist has, it, it, the the beers by Rheingeist always have a very typical look on their can, just different colors. you got that and, green? And, uh, well, it's not always green. It might be pink or red or, or brown or whatever. I don't think this I've ever tasted kind of a, it. A very dark blue. Um, the, but they always feature this kind of like skull-looking uh, drop on the front. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and this one it looks is, almost like a generic can. Yeah, it looks like a generic can, but you, with you, color. You don't even think you're buying a brand name beer or a craft beer. Um, but this has uh, the aside from the normal look, it's got some uh, baseball stitching patterns on it, and the name of the beer is Hustle. And people may not know that it's named. Oh, they, it actually has a. Um, little bit of a uh, uh, thing on the back that, that tells it's off the crack of the bat. Spikes dug in, exploding with speed. Hustle breaks the game wide open. This India Pale Ale takes a hard hoppy cut at the soft fluffy hanging curve. Driving notes of peach, tangerine, and citrus back, 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 gone. Now, uh, one of the managers for the Cincinnati Reds was Pete Rose. And his... Uh, mantra uh as a manager and and actually his mantra personally as a baseball player was to always hustle uh he never walked out into the field he ran out onto the field and and so forth so anyway he hustled a lot of people too that's why he was kicked <laughs> well, out of the hall he, of fame he, he, that's right <laughs> double meaning of the word hustle yeah i'm kind of surprised they uh chose that oh well did did did, did he uh <laughs> Did he did he hustle people or did he just hustle the IRS? No, he just he was betting on games. That's all. He, he was betting on games. Yeah, that's that's you know the conflict of interest. I mean, just unprofessional. Uh, you're not supposed to do that. Yeah. Uh, so he, but he's banned from the Hall of Fame because of it. Uh, I think we had. I think the last game. I remember like 10, 15 years ago, um, the uh, 700 WLW sports station here in Cincinnati, um, mm-hmm. they asked people to chant something at one of the Reds games, something like, let him in, let him in, or something like oh, that. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. And the whole stadium was chanting this, whatever it was, and uh, he's still not in, so. 
Yeah. But yeah. Well, you know, that's that's I you know, I guess you could pay the you could make an argument that that the uh, baseball Hall of Fame should be um, you know, re- representative of of your baseball accomplishments and and not uh here's you know, something. your personal moral worth or whatever, but Here's something. There are two people in the baseball Hall of Fame who ha- whose job has absolutely nothing to do with baseball. Can you tell me who they are? N- n- when you say nothing to do, mean do you mean nothing to do, or do you just mean they're not a player? I mean they have nothing to do with baseball. Okay, then I'm going to say no, because I, I can imagine some announcers that would be in the Hall of Fame. No, it's nothing like that. But I don't, I don't know. I, I don't know who they would be. Bud Abbott and Lou Costello. Oh, no kidding. Who's on okay. first? <laughs> well, that doesn't quite have nothing to do with baseball, but... <laughs> but their career had nothing to do with baseball. Their career had nothing, yeah. They just right. had one that's baseball true. bit that they did. Yep, yep. So, and uh, uh, everybody knows... Yeah, I should have known And apparently that, they know? didn't bet on baseball because they're in the Hall of Fame, so... <laughs> yeah, I guess not. Okay. Okay. Um, let's see. So... Today, we're, we're just going to talk about some of these uh, current events, and, and there's an awful lot of them happening. And I guess the biggest one right now is the, the fire uh, at Notre Dame. Yeah, yeah. Which, okay, from, so, from the very second this started, every news organization, including even Fox News, was uh-huh. very, very careful not to even say arson. Oh, and right. there were guests on... Uh, Fox, I, I think Bill Donahue, um, who kind of started in that direction because apparently mm-hmm. there have been over a thousand um, vandalized churches in the past year in France, Christian churches. Okay. Oh, wow. Um, okay. So it's an ongoing thing. Yeah. There's a there's a big problem there with Muslims destroying Catholic church. Okay. It's so a somebody huge brought problem. up that pattern. I don't know why news... you wouldn't immediately yeah. think of that. When right. uh, one of the, you know, the landmarks of, of European uh, Catholicism is being destroyed. If you've got that background of, of churches being vandalized in France in mind, if you're aware of that background, that's the obviously obvious go-to thought. Right. And, yeah. um, you know, the thing is, okay, I, I, I started looking through... Um, the current events to do this podcast, and I, I would say there are about ten or fifteen shootings slash burnings, stuff like that. Sometimes massacres, mm-hmm. and I noticed throughout the headlines, not one single headline uh, talked about who had done it. They were all focused Oof. on the victim. Okay. Every single one of these, which is fine. It's just that. Um, when they talked about the black churches that are being burned, right? They don't really talk about the churches, and they talk about possible uh, uh, perps. You know what I mean? It's it's kind of it just it kind of bothers me. I mean, yeah, the, this is a Muslim thing. Muslims are out killing Christians. Why can't we just say that? It say it. Yeah, let's just just call it out for what it is. Maybe they didn't have anything to do with Notre Dame. Maybe they did. Too soon to call, but. If we're gonna, if they're gonna, all the speculating that they do on the news, and I, don't give me that crap about wanting to stick to the facts, because yeah. uh, the media in America doesn't even know what a fact is anymore. No, I mean, no, how much speculating don't. are they doing on the Mueller report right now, which is supposed to be released tomorrow? 
the redacted version. Uh, there's all kinds of speculation, but you mm-hmm. can't speculate on, uh, I mean, I don't even know. It's not just the church, the artwork that is gone now and will never be seen again. You can't restore that. It's, it's gone. And uh, it's a big deal. It's a bigger deal than the Mueller report. Yeah, yeah, I think so. And between that so, and, you know. You know, I haven't even been reading about these black churches. Uh, I, I mean, is it like like a serial thing that's that's ongoing? Or was it a few black churches that got burned down or vandalized or whatever? Uh, a few black churches, but it is a serial thing. Hold on, let, let me get to that. Uh... It's kind of funny when, when, when the, the real news, um, I, I'm going <clears> to... <throat> I'm going to use the word red pilled. Once you've been red pilled, the real news is actually uh, just as much the news media's handling of events as it is the events themselves. Um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. A man accused of setting fire to three predominantly black churches in a southern Louisiana parish was charged with hate crimes on Monday, adding to the three charges of arson that were filed last week. So I guess that gives us six churches altogether. And here we go, Holden Matthews, 21-year-old son of a deputy sheriff, and the rest of the story is about him. Okay. Not the churches. So he's been charged. I, I mean, I'm mean, i I'm assuming he's some kind of white nationalist or something, some wacko, but uh, again, it's just the fact that we're going to talk about him Yeah. unless it's and, a Muslim. Then we talk oh, about right. the then victim. Then we won't talk about him. Right, right. And it... Yeah, I don't know. It bothers. Me. That's the that's the thing. I mean, you, they, the the news clearly has their agenda. If the um if the the motivation behind it is is on their political bad side, we talk about the perp or the suspect. If the uh, motivation is uh, something that they're aligned with, we won't talk about the perp or the suspect. We'll just talk about the event. And, and then, in fact, what I've it's kind of funny. I'm, I'm just kind of glancing through this this article and what it's featuring. This is on Fox News, and it's featuring people who are upset that the fire at Notre Dame is getting the attention it does because they don't feel like you know some 800 year old cathedral in Europe ought to get you know drown out the attention of these black churches in Louisiana. Wow. And that's that's the well, cover. I mean, that, that's what what the news considers worth reporting is that somebody's upset over that. Um, well, the thing is, it's, look, that, that cathedral took an entire century to build. Yeah. And, and that's not to take away from the, the, uh, what was lost in these smaller fires, but. Right. Or the, the human tragedy and, and, and the, you know, these communities and stuff. But I, I mean, that cathedral is a significant, uh, part of, of the, the, uh, the Catholic identity. It's kind of that, like the the central a a, a a significant part of of the um you know it, it holds in itself the the heritage of a lot of Western civilization. Right. I mean that you know there there's um and the churches in Louisiana can very easily be rebuilt compared to what to the, was yeah, in Notre yeah. Dame. I mean you you know comparatively. The, the, the churches, you know, I don't care how big they were. The churches in Indiana, compared to the Notre Dame Cathedral, uh, it's a neighborhood barn raising to repair versus the cathedral. You know, I mean, it, like, you know, it doesn't that doesn't uh, address the human tragedy of of either one. Uh, but in terms of the the buildings themselves, yeah, that that's fairly straightforward. 
it's kind of, you know, here, another quote. It shows how little we are valued. I guess this guy's talking as a, I don't know who we is. His name is Johnson, American. He's a Native American. Okay. Um, so these black churches, the mosque, Native American sites, they're not as valued as Catholicism or Christianity in that aspect. Okay, so first of all, uh, the churches were black churches. Were there American Indian churches that were like targeted by this guy too? I don't know I, because the I only don't... thing they're talking about is the six uh, predominant black churches. Mm-hmm. Maybe he went to yeah. one of them. Were the and let's see three three black churches in L.A. Let's see. I guess it's not. Yeah. L, well, L.A. It's actually Louisiana, right? That's mm-hmm. what we're talking about. Um, so were they Muslim, black Muslim churches or he must be talking about the mosque in, uh, uh well, we got St. Mary Baptist church, uh, greater union Baptist church and Mount Pleasant Baptist church. Yeah. So they're all Baptist churches. And then there's this, and uh, he, I don't know I what guess he means he... by native American sites, but here's the thing, you know, as, as, um, here's another aspect of this that, that, uh, you know, for Catholics, um, you know, we, we should obviously, uh, oppose violence and and reach out a helping hand to those uh, who suffer it and so forth. Um, but when we when we have a a uh, a response that's not a matter of helping people who are in pain, of helping people you know th- that that need help, but a response of a sense of tragedy over the loss of something sacred or the near loss of something sacred and the desire to see that restored. Um, yes, of course, Catholics should be far more interested in in the cathedral at Notre Dame than in a thousand black churches yeah. or a thousand white Baptist churches. Uh, you know, because a Catholic church is where God makes himself available to consume in the Holy Eucharist. I mean, that's a truly sacred place. It's set aside for that purpose. And, right. you know, as Catholics, the world should not expect us to to have a sentiment any different than that. You know, another thing is the fact that it's Catholic and instead of non-Catholic, it's like uh, the sense of tragedy you feel when your neighbor's house burns down versus your daughter's house burns down. Or something yeah. like that. I mean, right. this is part of our family. So, uh, yeah, we're going to be a little bit right. more uh, uh, outraged touched or whatever. Yeah, touched right. I yeah. mean, whether, even, if it's, even if it's not arson, even if it's just an accident, we're going to feel it more. We're going right. to, you know, it's going to touch us more deeply. And, and it should as, as Catholics. I mean, it should touch you more deeply when your daughter's house burns down than when your neighbor's house burns down. Right. Um, and you're going to go to different lengths to uh, help, help right. and right. rebuild you know, your, or whatever. Your daughter's family can move in with you. You might not do that for your neighbor. Right. So, uh, yeah, I, I but, think that's that's one of the things. I mean, and, you know, I think I think Catholics these days in the news and, and, in the, and all these, it's like we're, we're, we're criticized for having normal Catholic um, sensitivities. Yeah, we're... And we need to stop feeling like 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 we shouldn't have those. So um, I guess you know right now we we really don't know much about the the fire, and I don't I don't see us knowing anything real soon. Um, yeah, I we mean, do with know building that big and so much to sift through for evidence. I guess Trump um, Trump made a, a tweet that I I thought was strange at the time. Um, did you do you see his tweets? Uh, I. 
I follow real Donald Trump, but uh, it's been so long since I opened my Twitter app and, and yeah. actually looked at any tweets so, that I will not know it. Uh, let me find it. Here's the tweet. So horrible to watch the massive fire at Notre Dame Cathedral in Paris. Perhaps okay. flying water tankers could be used to put it out. Must act quickly. So that was that was while it was blazing. Right. Yeah, okay, good. That's so solid, I, 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 you know, somebody but, told me the it took them two hours to start fighting the fire. I don't I don't wow. know if that's true or not. But is it because they're French? I guess so. I don't know. I can tell <laughs> okay. you this. Um I don't think the fire would have done nearly as much damage if it had been it in America. Right oh, yeah, because we do have a I, lot of like immediate uh pr- procedures in place for, right. for stuff. And, and Trump is getting a lot of uh, criticism, not even criticism. They're just making fun of him because of his tweet. And they're saying things what like... What aspect of it? Like he was suggesting airdrops? Or? That he was suggesting anything because his help was unsolicited. <laughs> but this is a guy who... Uh, this is a builder. Yeah. He knows a lot about these kinds of things he knows a lot about the buildings he knows a lot about mm-hmm. fires and tragedies and how to deal with them you know what the, the guys that i'd make fun of would would be the for suggesting anything uh would be the ones who may have been in politics their whole life right the, those are the ones who really don't have anything to say when it comes to practical things yeah uh or the 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 actor celebrities like when when that idiot um who was it kevin costner during the you remember the uh <laughs> the oil thing yeah. The oil thing. Yeah. <laughs> what what did he say he wanted to do? I can't remember. I don't. I, I don't even know that 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 I ever uh, uh, bothered to to understand what he was saying. But just the the idea that that he was presuming to have some kind of knowledge about it. It's like, yeah. come on, you idiot! You're a uh, Hollywood actor. Well, he had offered to do. pay for a giant <laughs> clamp to be put down over the leak. Something like that. It, yeah. it was something I, real I, strange, like, and it was like, all right. Well, okay, so that's that, and we yeah. might end up coming back to that, but there's a lot of other stuff. Um, and I let me get all the space stuff out of the way. Okay. So I like space stuff. Um, I'm trying to move my uh, I'm trying to move my bullet points to realign them, and it won't just automatically do it for me. So, all right, so uh, L I G O and V I R G O L I G O which is right. the Laser Inferometer Gravitational Wave Observatory mm-hmm. and uh, Virgo, which is another inferometer, um, have detected a gravitational wave from a galaxy 6 billion light years away. Um, what they're saying this is, is a when two giant massive forms, for example, uh, uh, black holes... Mm-hmm. Actually, not even just black holes, but the, what are they called? Supermassive black holes? Yeah. That's a thing, yeah. Supermassive black holes collide. There's kind of a ripple in the space-time surrounding that. And that's supposedly what we're detecting. I don't know how much of this I go for. Okay. But uh, apparently LIG, LIGO was offline for a little while. And it was just put on again. And they're saying that um, they expect to be seeing these, uh, I think, once a, or was it once every time? I can't find where it's said. Um, anyway, uh, so anytime there's these giant masses that collide, 
they put out these waves and we are detecting and i mm-hmm. I, I don't know what that wave would be are they're saying in space time continue in ripples in space time is the way they worded it but i don't i don't know what that means exactly what's a ripple in in space uh, I'd have to do a little bit of research before. And what's I could... a even more so? What's but, a ripple in time? I mean, yeah. <laughs> are you going back and forth in time or something? If if you happen to be there, no. But, but it it might be where um, if you imagine um, if you imagine two uh, two light beams. Let, let's suppose that that uh, you have two um, light beams that are uh, pulsing, and and they have pulses that are extremely short. And extremely synchronized, uh-huh. and they're traveling, uh, let's say, uh, a yard apart down along some shaft. Okay, mm-hmm. and so like they, parallel. They leave. What's that? Like parallel? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So they're traveling parallel down a tunnel. Okay, and so um, as and and so they they've got their their source like a couple of I don't know um, laser LEDs or something like that, and they're bleeping out these lights. And so they're traveling down this this tunnel in parallel, and at the other end there's a uh, detector that detects them. And you know, lo and behold, as they're pulsing out, they're getting detected at exactly the same times. And so there's no difference whatsoever. Um, okay. uh, and so maybe a ripple in space time could mean that um, they're detecting you get a, a moment times. where. Uh, as say the, the, the ripple wave passes through one of those pulses of light momentarily appears to travel a little bit slower than the other one. And so they reach the end with the one hitting first and then the one, other one slightly after. And then the next time through, maybe the other one appears to travel a little bit slower. So then they hit in the opposite order. And then the next time they end up being synced again. Or something like that. I mean, okay. I, this is just this is just off the cuff. Just just knowing the little bit I know about about uh, gravity, space time, and 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 some of Einstein's work and that kind of stuff. That's the kind of thing that I think that they might be looking for. I see. Okay. So well, anyway, this thing was offline for a while, and they're doing some updates, and they've got it back online again, and ah, they're okay. saying that this the. Let's see, I think there have been 12 of these that have been spotted, but with the new software and hardware, they expect to uh, see a lot more of them. I didn't know know, why. Why are there so many black holes colliding? Oh, it's that's a lot of collision over the universe. You no, know, lots of play because you know these these uh, Do we, so-called we waves s- are like extremely minute by the time they they reach us. But you know, right. I, I, I'm I'm looking at a picture. Uh, at the uh, uh, virgo.gw.eu website, and it's got a, a picture that has like a little building that might be, I don't know, the the, the top of an underground control center or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then these two, um, they, they, they look either like pipes, you can't tell from this distance, pipes running out along the ground, or maybe they're trenches of water running out along the ground. Maybe, okay, maybe yeah. it's cooling water. But they're in per- they're in perpendicular directions. So maybe that's the thing, yeah. is that they send laser pulses out, which get reflected back, and they're synchronized, and they're looking for one of them to come back at a, at a okay. you know, later than the other or something like that. Okay. Well, anyway, speaking of black holes, we've got our first ever, quote, picture of one. Oh, um, really? Yeah. You didn't know that? I did so, not know that. In so, fact, I, I, I should have been looking for it because it was even like a couple of years ago, uh, they were 
um, they were working on a um, a detection of black holes that would be almost nearly direct detection that 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 the the um, the the measurement would be uh, so directly tied to the phenomenon of the black hole itself that it would kind of take black holes out of because even a few years ago the existence of black holes themselves um, even though everybody considered them to be real in a strict sense it was still theoretical yeah well so i still think it this is was going to move it like to where it's almost not theoretical anymore mm-hmm. um well here here's what they're saying um so there's this disc of uh around a black hole that is basically part particles that have very high energy so it it gets heated up mm-hmm. and so the picture they took it's of this disc okay technically it's not the black hole itself except in the middle of it you see a black portion okay so okay my question is did did it just happen to uh to be facing the way it was so that we could see a complete hole or if no, it's a disc I, that crosses it, why wasn't it more like Saturn or something like that? No, it's it's. I don't even think that's that's thinking of it right. So I I, I I'm going to have to read more. But irritates me. It irks me because that's <laughs> the question I've had way. <laughs> ever since they've said this over and over again. I look at every single report and I'm like, okay, if it's a disc, which everyone's describing it as a disc. Mm-hmm. Why did it just happen to be in that position that we were able to see this? Yeah. Uh, uh, well, I haven't read everything in the NASA's website yet, mm-hmm. but I'm going to, and then I'm going to send a message to NASA uh, imploring <laughs> like, guys, them to explain, explain these this? simple things. It's not hard <laughs> to explain this stuff. It's not mm-hmm. like we're so stupid we wouldn't understand it. Yeah. But, okay. So there's, yeah, they taken a picture of uh the black holes and we've taken a picture of gravitational waves mm-hmm. now there's a israeli lunar lander that has crashed on the surface of the moon uh there was a failure in the lander's main engine so oh, i guess they were planning one of to land there or, or israel countries israel israel okay yeah i guess that's they were right. planning to land them. there What's what that? were they going to do? I maybe just research. I, I don't know. They, I'm sure they have scientists who are interested mm-hmm. in that stuff. Well, I wonder if this was supposed to take I mean, you don't off think, again. You don't think Israel still lives in the Old Testament model? I think of, they do. Of, no. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's only certain Israeli wannabes of today. <laughs> okay. That's their neighbors, the Palestinians. <laughs> yeah. Now, SpaceX has successfully launched... Let's see, Falcon Heavy, which had a number of three boosters in it that were, they're trying to design reusable boosters. And so far they keep, so far they would lose at least one of the three. Um, But this time they've... not a bad track record though. Right. Compared (laughs) to, you know, losing all of them every time you launch. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, they have landed all three boosters on their latest uh launch oh okay so these are boosters that are designed once they separate to go into a uh, uh an autonomous controlled land yeah okay that's a really cool idea that is a cool idea 
Um, and it, it looks like they're succeeding. Uh, so uh, it gets us one step closer to really space actual travel. space travel. That's um, right. And it gets us it gets us closer to being able to do this stuff more cheaply. Yeah, because it, it's really expensive. And I mean, you, when it's when it's private, it's going to get cheap. People are going to find ways to right uh, to make it work. Yeah, because yeah. before now it was just governments doing it, and mm-hmm. it's like here's a blank check, get us to the moon. Right. Uh, they spent so much money, and I I think if it had been a private endeavor from the start. Uh, we'd probably be able to get to space a lot cheaper than can run. Right. Uh, right. But there was no reason back then. Some people who probably don't think that's a good thing, but yeah. I think that would be really cool. Yeah. Um, that's all I got on space. Okay. Well, that's that's some uh, neat stuff going on. Yeah. It's like uh, what, one, two, three, four things in one. Well, it's a week and a half because we're recording on Wednesday instead of uh, Saturday Right. Uh, and we probably won't be recording this weekend. We won't? Oh, it's, it's Easter, Easter, ain't it? Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, uh, <laughs> fact, maybe I'll get Jason was... to come over and record one. Oh, there you go. There you go. Um, if, um... Okay. So, let's see. We've got... Okay, so uh, Mike Pompeo has uh, designated Iran's Islamic Revolutionary Guard Corps as a foreign terrorist organization. Um, as a what? Foreign terrorist organization. Okay. This is the first time that the U.S. has designated a part of an actual government as a terrorist organization. Organization. Oh. Generally, they're rogue. They're uh, yeah, like groups. guerrilla groups or something like that. Yeah, but this is mm-hmm. the actual part of the government, and they're saying this is a terrorist. This okay. is in Iran. So now they have uh, designated governments as overly friendly to terrorists. Right. So, like, you're not allowed to to you know, ship things to those governments, you know, export to those countries and stuff like that. Right. But now they're saying the uh, actual government. The government itself uh, or a a part of the government is a terrorist organization. Which is odd that it took so long to do this because a lot of these governments are terrorist organizations. Yeah, overtly. Well, yeah, not overtly, but directly doing it. Yeah, exactly. They're they're bad people. And they, they, they promise money to people who, to families of people who have, blown themselves up and things like that yeah so um were you following the the quote nationwide college admissions uh scandal (laughs) you think it's funny too (laughs) following you know i'm gonna have to write this in in a in a post sometime it's been a while since i've written on the grist mill but this it to, to me it kind of highlights uh in a certain sense, why Trump won and why these uh, elites, the kinds of people that are involved in this, are so upset that Trump won. And 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 here's my take on it. This, you know, throughout all the various ages, there have been commonly aristocracies, people who, uh, by privilege of birth, and, and I wouldn't want to take anybody's privilege of birth away. If your parents are rich, they leave you a lot of money, you're going to have it easy. Good for and, you. And, you know, good for you. And I'm not going to try to take that away from anybody. But but here's the thing. Uh, people of that, um, you know, whether they get into the club or are born into the club, they've, you know, had various uh, relationships with the the commoners and, and so forth, the plebes, the working class, whatever you want to call it. But this is 
probably the first time in the history and 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 made more apparent because of things like social media this is the first time that the working class the commoners are presuming to outright judge the elite to hold the aristocracy in judgment and find them wanting to say ha you don't measure up and i think that the elite are just PO'd about it. What, I, but, you're going to have to explain. This, I don't know what you mean. Well, I, you know, the, I. So, the, like, are you talking like, about uh, the the public uh, standing in judgment of these sixteen elitists? No. Or? Well, that's that's an example. But okay. that's the the thing is they think of themselves as so. Uh, oh, what's the word? Uh, above judgment. Uh huh. Of course they did this. They probably didn't even think twice about doing this. I probably didn't even register on their moral or ethical uh, filter to consider whether they should do this. See, that's the thing. And so it's it's like, well, yeah, duh. You just proved everybody's point about the elite classes in America and why normal people don't listen to you anymore when it comes to things like who to vote for. Right. And it, and it just, it really ticked everyone off that someone who's not an elitist somehow got into the most powerful uh, position in the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, this, the, <laughs> I, I, I do find it funny. It's like, you know, they're elite and they consider themselves, you know, so great. They consider themselves to be the ones that everybody would, should listen to. Their own kids can't even hack it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, they had to uh, 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 bribe people in order to get them into these schools. But being yeah. in those schools, it was that's what makes them elite, you know. And the fact that they were able to do this undermines the whole argument for the schools themselves. It's like, well, <laughs> so yeah. what? You can pay your way into that. Why should I give that any, you know, special, uh, special intellectual credence. or moral value? Yeah. You know, why Why should I listen to a graduate of Harvard more than I would listen to uh, a graduate of, uh, you know, Hillsdale or uh, Indiana University for that matter? Well, see, here's the thing. That's how I've always thought of them. <laughs> me too, actually. I, I've, n- I've <laughs> never, it doesn't surprise me that this, I'm wondering why it's even in the news. I mean, I just assume this stuff happens all the time. Oh, yeah. When you've got yeah. a lot of money and you want your kid to go to a certain school, they're going to go to that school. If you've that's got true. enough money, you know, mm-hmm. I, I just assumed that's always how it worked. But I guess working that way is illegal. So <laughs> now there's a big deal because some people have been caught. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, well. Let's see. Uh, we already did. Um, oh, there's a new species of human beings discovered. Uh-huh. Is, is now, this, this one's one these... got me scratching my head. Okay. Uh, Homo luzonin. Hold on. I'm going to say this. You're going to cut this that. part out. Luzonensis. Homo luzonensis. If I'm saying this right, Homo luzonensis is identified as a new species of human beings discovered in Calio Cave in the northern Philippines. Oh, this is like a missing link human species. Right. But see, okay. I. Okay. So, so spell, start, start spelling he, it for me. L U Z O N E N S I S. Luzonensis. Luzonensis. Okay, or something like mm-hmm. that. So, and National Geographic has a write up on it. If they're if they're if they're going to call this a new species, now would you would you say that 
this is a an animal that cannot breed with human beings or cannot breed with us um i don't know uh that's or is it just a race perhaps? right is, is it really a different species or is it just a race and that, that and and since all of these other so-called species of 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 uh it's it's kind of funny that so here's the thing they're they're te- typically technically they're calling them hominins not humans so they're like us in like humanoids structure. in the sci-fi world you would call them a humanoid uh, or a hominid or something like that yeah um so the 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 thing that um is kind of you know not only could they breed with us but if they did um you know are are they are they human or not are they uh you know do do they have intellect and 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 free will and and the ability to think abstractly do they you know do they have a soul right. that gives human faculties and and the capacity of of uh agency and so forth um, you know it, it, or does god restrict that only to the the particular arrangement of dna that makes homo sapiens um yeah i well and then the other question is is this just fake because there have been plenty of fake new, new quote species discovered that turn out to I think one was discovered in Idaho uh, and I don't remember the name of that one but turned out to be just a, a a pig jawbone and out of this jawbone they had constructed this link to uh, mankind the link between apes and man and it it, it just <laughs> turned out to be a is a jawbone from just from this jawbone he had constructed this entire species and it turned out to be a pig's jawbone and that's not a, even an jawbone. old pig just uh, a pig might have thick jawbone I mean, people have various thicknesses of jawbone right and so uh and then you know aside from so obviously they've got this skeleton or at least part of a skeleton uh i think it'd be interested to find out uh exactly how much of the skeleton they have and from that they're going to create a whole species and you got to wonder things like maybe this was just one guy who deformed you know if, if you don't have more than one uh, why are you assigning an entire species here's here's uh how do you know it wasn't a dwarf or something like that here here's a a, a french um lecturer uh talking on the 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 current um, work on this particular species uh he's um a lecturer he, i guess he's the lead study author on on the uh um on the work that they're doing uh but he clarifies it says you got to remember that species uh in this context are just man-made categories that aim to clarify mm-hmm. evolutionary history they're not hard and fast biological realities okay so it, they you know again they're just variations of of what may be humans or they're variations of what might be unhuman. Or, but yeah, not nec- they might just be like the difference know, they, between... They may be completely different species. A, a Great Dane and a Chihuahua. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so it's, I don't know. I mean, look, are, are we a different species than the pygmies that we found in Africa? The, the tiny little people? I mean, or, uh, no. I, uh, I, mean, <clears throat> yeah, I would say that... Probably not. <laughs> with the right... Uh, conditions you could have a direct descendant from a pygmy and a direct descendant from a european and they could fall in love and have children you know yeah it's yeah to call it a different species i think is but right uh i guess we'll nope, wait and see what comes out of it that's my take too i i think these you know they uh they they want 
you know, I th- that, that's one of the things. I mean, think think about like like non paleobiologists. You know, what what what's one of their you know um, the the big things that, that they can get a name for themselves if they discover a new species. Well, mm-hmm. it's the same thing for paleobiologists, but they've got it easier because they can call a new variation and give it a name oh, a new as species. a species. It's, yeah. But it's really just a different race. Yeah, and and even even races, we got to under you know remember that that you know we all still come from one pair of parents. Mm-hmm. So even the concept of races among humans is a uh, an adaptation to just local geography over time, um, and different people's preferences for certain physical characteristics that that made them them you know marry more and have children. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I mean, but, I think you could. There's, there's it's nothing possible, particularly biological about races. It's possible. I think you could say the same thing about Neanderthals and a lot of the uh, the right. Lucy. Exactly. So I don't. Well, that's what's in the news. New new species of human beings is discovered. Um, okay, here here's something bad. Uh, the Constitutional Court of Korea. Uh, this is South Korea. Oh, right. Rules that the 1953 abortion ban is unconstitutional. So abortion is now legal in South Korea. Yep, I know. I, uh, Danny was talking to me about that. Um, he's been to South Korea. And, oh, yeah, that's right. Um, I forget what he was saying. He, he, he said there's a little bit more um, context to it than just, oh, now we're going to make abortion legal. Um, it This is happening in, and this is where, you know, the, the okay, it's great to have... Um, a country that doesn't allow abortion mm-hmm. uh, because, you know, you want to value human being children and stuff like that. But uh, Korea has culturally other problems that that um, sort of feed into this decision that they feel like they have to make it available. So um, and I forget what what everything he said about it was, but there's there's a um, kind of a strong culture where um, women are. Um, you know, I think men and women are kind of like um, not advised to marry young and men are able to put a lot of pressure on women to, you know, sleep with them. And then the women get pregnant, but it's extreme. There's like an extreme um, uh, social stigma against women who have children out of wedlock. Mm-hmm. And so then the men who, who you know, they don't want to pay child support or whatever it is that they have. I don't even know that if they have that, but, but then they're able for that reason to convince the women to get an abortion or in this case, they would be able to convince them to get an abortion. But, but, or if they, um, if they don't, then they can convince the woman to marry them, even if they don't want to, I forget what, what all mm-hmm. it was. There was, there was a whole like system where, uh, because of the certain, um, kind of, um, what do you call it? The like a double standard of the culture that made it really difficult for women. Um, and so this is kind of a attempt to respond to that and say, well, and yeah. now it's a completely wrong response. It's like, oh, well, it can become very tough for women to become a mother out of wedlock. So let's let her kill her baby. Yeah. Um, you know, that <laughs> that's, that's clearly not the right answer. Um, but it's in a context that, uh, Shows a, um, another problem that there, there's there's a problem, but you know what it. would solve the problem is honestly Christianity. Yeah, uh, yeah. You know, I see a lot of problems in today that could be solved by Christianity. Yeah. Uh, they, okay, wait a minute. 
did is it in Korea where that documentary came out of uh, Baby Dropbox? Have you ever seen that? No, I haven't. Okay, it was on Netflix for a while. I don't know if it is anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a very touching. Yeah, uh, this is South Korea. It's a documentary okay. about a guy in South Korea who was uh, the minister of the, a pastor of this little church. And he put a drop box out front for babies. Okay. Because apparently that's a problem. Women who yeah. have babies and don't want them and can't raise them. Right. Uh, and, of course, a lot of the babies he gets are deformed and have all kinds of uh, birth defects. Um, but he's he's taking them in and doing what he can with them. Very pro-life. If you get a chance, uh, something you definitely want to see. Okay. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. You know, if you're a crier, you're going to cry. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just one of those movies. yeah very tough um but yeah that's in south korea and it talks about a lot of the problems you're talking about. okay okay um, well so anyway yeah wrong wrong way to go south korea that's uh, yeah it, it kind of reminds yeah, me of the, to hear the that. vote that they did in ireland i was really sad about that. gosh man that's because ireland was supposed to be a catholic country too yeah but, you know. i i feel like that's like a it's one of those things it's like um, I mean, this isn't these idiot politicians making decisions. This isn't um, a judge who has no right to write laws, mm-hmm. making laws. Right. This is the people of Ireland voting to kill babies. Yeah, it's like I, they just... they just. Uh, that's like calling on the wrath of wholesale. God. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I just... I, I don't know. I hope something changes. And I, I hope uh, that if... Uh, it was ever put to a vote in America that the outcome would be. Oh, gosh. Yeah. I don't know. Um, let's see. The Oh, okay. We already talked about the uh, the guy setting fires. He, he was arrested, and he's got six charges of... And he is a neo-Nazi. Um, oh, yeah, of course. Let's see. Michael Avenatti is charged on 36 accounts, uh, including embezzlement, fire, wire fraud, tax evasion, bankruptcy fraud and bank fraud um the guy was a scumbag from the start and i i don't Mm -hmm. know how he got so much face time in but uh i guess anyone who goes against trump right now is going to get a lot of face time Uh, yeah yeah do you remember him he was the uh the was that stars that that was uh coming out with claims Uh, i can't even remember her name now um wasn't danielle Steele? is no no. (laughs) that's a that's an author uh (laughs) Is uh, I think Daniels was her last name, wasn't it? Why can I not remember this? Everybody was talking to her about her like six months ago, and then Stormy, uh, Stormy Daniels, Stormy Daniels. That's it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It was Stormy Daniels' lawyer who. Uh, yeah. Right. I don't know. You know the thing is they keep they keep bringing in things like this against Trump, and you would think that after the uh, after the tape they had what was the tape they had uh, it was the NBC tape. Of him talking in the locker room about some girl. Oh, right, right, um, yeah. Mm-hmm. I know the one you're talking about. Okay, you, you would think after that, after the fact that it didn't even touch his uh, numbers, mm-hmm. that they would know that this is n- these kinds of things are not going to bring him down. Yeah, no, that's... I mean, if it... I think we're we're so beyond that kind of stuff hurting someone politically. Right. And, and it changed with... Uh, Bill Clinton, I think. Well, even before Bill Clinton, uh, I don't. You remember? Uh, uh, gosh, there was. Uh, I mean, there, there, a lot of... there were 
a number of them, I'm sure, but the one I remember is Gary Hart. Um, had he was uh was that he had a fling with with uh you know, I think he was um he was married had had a fling with a some supermodel or something like that. Was he yeah. a politician? Democratic presidential nomination till he dropped out 1988. Okay. Uh, dropped out over allegations of an extramarital affair. Well, the thing is, he did drop out though because of the presidential. He thought election. it was going right. to hurt him. Um, but Bill Clinton got reelected. Yeah, despite and that's, the yeah, and and I mean that was it was the left who all told us it's just sex. You you can't you can't uh, hold him to some kind of special um, bar. Uh, just because he's president, he's still a human being and he still does these and it's Mm -hmm. just sex. So, so what? Well, okay. If we're going to apply that, then it gets applied to Trump as well. So, and, and they bring out these, these scandals and think that it's going to destroy him and it doesn't touch him and they're all scratching their heads. Yeah. But well, they kind of burned that bridge with, with Clinton. Right. You know, it's, it's time to stop. I don't know. Oh, well, well, Evanati's uh, getting charged, and um, I don't know. I guess he'll end up in jail. Kind of hope so. Ooh, uh, Mike DeWine, governor of Ohio, signs a bill that restricts abortion yep. after detectable heartbeat. The Ohio heartbeat bill. Way to go, Mike DeWine. Okay, this was in the, this was in the works, I want to say, over 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. I remember they tried to pass this. It was put um, before Kasich twice, who who vetoed it, wasn't it? I I don't know how I don't know where it got struck down, but this has been in the works for a long time, and it's it's nice to see it get this far. And I think right now, well, now it's it's got to go through the courts. Uh, so let's hope that Trump's appointees uh, do what we all wanted them to do, and and allows things like this to pass. Yeah. Um, the last known female Yangtze giant, or yeah, Yangtze giant soft shell turtle has just died. This the is the last world's... known female of this particular turtle species. Right. It's a, was this lord... in a, like in a zoo somewhere? Yeah, in China. Oh, okay. The, okay. This is the world's largest species of freshwater turtle. And so this is the end of a species turtle. of turtle. Right. So wow. I guess, unless, unless they find one. Okay. Yeah, you know, I mean, maybe there's one in the wild that we didn't know about. But this is the last known female. Okay, okay. So, yeah, it's one of those things. Yeah. Uh, Tiger Woods. Oh, what's he doing? Well, he won the Masters. Oh, okay. In Georgia. Uh, that's a big deal to people who pay any attention to golf. To golf? Yeah. Um, not me, though. Which I don't. But <laughs> I don't I don't know how significant it is that he's won the Masters. I don't know whether he's won the Masters before. Yeah, uh, he has. Uh, okay. So he he won the he got really good and then he started slipping and got involved with a bunch of scandals. Oh, um, okay. Okay. The whole world's looking at him and you know talking smack. Um, he got in an accident and it ruined his back. He went through years of, uh, back, uh, operations. Maybe it wasn't from the accident. At some point he got in an accident because of the amount of drugs he was on. Oh, uh, right. Pain medication. Yeah. Um, but he, this is his first major win in 11 years. Oh, okay. Okay. Wow. That's, um, but uh, it's, it's one of those stories with somebody who was up high and fell and made a comeback. Kind of a, yeah, a yeah. Cinderella story with uh, 
Cinderella Man story. Yeah. <laughs> Have you seen that movie? No. <laughs> Cinderella Man with uh, Russell Crowe. Oh, okay. Okay. Right, it's a boxer. Um, anyway, it's a pretty good movie. Huh. Anyway, it's, it's a guy who was on top or close to the top, and then he sank, and mm-hmm. he came back after a number of years. So uh, it's a big deal in the golf world, and it's a big right. deal for anyone who, who at one time admired him and then suddenly, you know, yeah, he seemed to be doing everything wrong. It it kind of be like seeing uh, uh, what's his name, Mel Gibson do a good movie again. Oh right, yeah. So, um, okay, so uh, the congressional resolu- put forth a resolution. Um, hold on, I gotta reread this. I didn't read it right first time. I'm gonna read it to you straight the way they say it. Okay. U.S. President Donald Trump vetoes a congressional resolution against continued U.S. support for Saudi Arabia's military intervention in Yemen. Now, that could that could mean a couple different things. Okay, wait a minute. He, he vetoed the resolution against continuing support for Saudi Arabia's intervention in Yemen. So what's going on? Wait a on? minute. Um, did he veto the—he vetoed a resolution. Was the veto against continued U.S. support, or was the resolution against— uh, support. I better look this one up. I, I think the the way you read it, it sounds like the the Congress wanted to stop supporting yeah. Saudi Arabia's intervention in Yemen. Okay, and yeah. Trump wants to continue supporting their. Intervention I, I in just Yemen. read the I'm whole not story. Sure That's why. the way the it Saudis is. are not good people. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what's between Saudi Arabia and Yemen. I have a feeling. See things like that. I I I guess I I've come to trust Donald Trump enough to think that there's a good maybe a good reason that we don't know about yeah i i you shouldn't trust politicians that much right but i i think this is this is probably the only politician i would ever say that about i kind of trust him to make the decision. yeah well if it was a decision that was going to affect me directly i i you know i would my question more about a little it. bit more i don't know <laughs> But, but even if it did affect me, you know, it, it, you can line up all the people who are going to be against Trump on this particular issue. And whatever they say, it's not going to be the kind of thing that would cause me to consider, for example, not voting for Trump a second time. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It, so on that level, yeah, I would, you know, I guess the thing is, I trust Trump more than than any politician out there. I, well, that's what it is, because I think every politician uh, is out for themselves anymore. I don't. I don't mm-hmm. think there are a whole lot of politicians who really love this country and who's who's got some kind of ideal where where their only goal is to make the country better. And I yeah. I really think uh, Trump thinks that way. Yep. Yep. And it's uh, pretty refreshing having a president who actually does think that. You know. I mean. It's and it's kind of. I mean. People. You know. Decried pr- Trump's. Uh, um, a corporate um, background as as president and that kind of stuff and and sure there are a lot of ways in which the United States should not be run as a corporation. Um, the, right. But um, the one thing about a corporation is that um, good CEOs don't ever see their their job as a CEO as making themselves uh, self important to the other people in the company. Uh, that and, is know, true. It, it, their job is to make the company good among the, the market and among the industry. And right. that's how Trump is approaching the job as president of the United States. Definitely. So when things like this happen, I'm much more likely to say, 
he's got some reason for doing this. Yeah, yeah. Back I when agree. he signed that uh, outrageous uh, spending bill uh, that didn't include anything of what he wanted, but uh, well, anything of what he wanted along the lines of immigration. Right. But it contained a giant increase in military spending. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, everybody was mad. I guess I was a little miffed about it, but I just, I just think, look, he wants the military up first. Yeah. And then there's a thousand other things he wants to do, but we got to have a strong military if we're dealing with other countries. Mm-hmm. That's got to be there first. Yeah. Yeah. And even, even so, if we're not deploying the military in direct action, right? We, we've, it's, it's got to be in our back pocket. It's got to be yeah. something we could do. What does it speak? And softly, I think that the weakening of the military stick. under Obama was so so public. Everybody knows we're you know right. It was it was sad, and then and and we were fighting a whole bunch of wars. Yeah, and we weren't really winning any of them. I mean, our military had handcuffs. Yeah, uh, we so. weren't even allowed to define the enemies. You know, Islamic terrorists and things like that. Right, uh, they weren't allowed to say is, but. Um, now, here's something, and this is the last one I got. Okay. Um, so at Yale University, they have successfully partly revived the brains of deceased pigs. Partly this is four, four hours after death. So the brains have been dead for four hours, and they revived parts of the brain. Parts of the brain. Not, not okay. Right. This might indicate that this... This might do well with technology that works towards uh, people who are, say, paralyzed. Oh. You know what I mean? So some of the procedures could involve other parts of the the neural system and repairing it. That's what I think the the importance of that would be. Yeah. Well, that would be really neat. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, you know, uh, along those lines and um, just... um, Following up on on another medical related, um, a uh, a human heart was made from human cells with a three D printer. Uh, what? Now there's some caveats. the The heart itself was only about the size of a rabbit's heart. It's not like you could put it in a person. Okay, for okay. one thing. But but it is made from human cells with human tissue that would be biologically matched to the person who from whom they got the the tissues and the cells and stuff. Uh, the other weird. challenge they're having is getting the heart that the 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 muscle that they printed out can contract. I mean, it's it's real cells and real tissue, um, but they haven't figured out how to get the heart to work together, the, the different parts to work together. Because you know the heart has the like the two beat motion, the you know, or maybe the the, uh, the brain pump, to tell it to work. It, it pumps the ventricles and then the the atria and so forth. In, in it's got to be of, connected to the uh, nervous system in order to work, right? Uh, well, no, I guess no, it doesn't because you can no, take it out and it'll they still can pump. take a heart out of a person and it'll continue to to beat according to its established rhythm for a, a little bit of time. Okay. Um, so there, there, but, but, so that's, that's one of the challenges. And then the other thing, like I said, it's, I mean, it's, it's, um, it's tiny. It's just a few grams. It's about one hundredth the size of a real human heart, but it's real human tissue that's biologically matched a specific patient that is just kind of, kind of opening some technology for what could eventually be printed organs. Yeah. Or printed arm or printed foot. Yeah, well, that, would, okay, that would be even cooler. <laughs> yeah. Well, I lost my arm in the war, and they just okay. printed one out. Talk about a, a, a nice prosthetic there. Wow. Um, 
That's insane. So yeah, it is. It is. So, but you know, that uh, my thinking is that uh, you know, technologies like this could um, replace the whole organ donor uh, network stuff. And it could it could replace all the uh, all the the preoccupation on things like clones. Oh and, right, and right. The, the idea of cloning someone in order to get organ or transplants and, and things like, like that. that. Right, right. Uh, that's all I got. Okay, well, Do I've you got, got anything? <laughs> I got a couple of, of uh, nutty ones from okay, uh, just um, <clears throat> uh, from the land of nonsense. They both involve uh, nudity, so uh, oh, I like those. Okay, well, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't think either one is one that you want the visual on, but uh, okay. Uh, so, in in a uh, Wisconsin Walmart store, <laughs> oh, Walmart shoppers. Have you ever Walmart gone to this? Shopper. Have you ever looked at the collection of Walmart shoppers? <laughs> they no. are the most bizarre people. <laughs> well, this woman, this this woman is is right there in with them. She, uh, she she was going around in a store. Um, she she took her dog in off leash, who was running up to customers and scaring them and stuff. Stuff while she ran around the store, pulling their display signs down and putting them into her cart. Uh, the display signs of like products, like, like a yeah. soup display sign. Okay. Yeah, like that kind of stuff, and put them in her. And, and then finally, the police chased her outside, and and she started using karate moves um, <laughs> on them. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? So they finally they finally did apprehend her, though. And um, was she nude? No, <laughs> no. <laughs> it gets better. So, oh. <laughs> so meanwhile, now she's she's forty six. Meanwhile, her 26-year-old son went in the store and started undressing and went full nude and was exposing himself to various customers. These people really <laughs> wanted to get on the news. <laughs> and then and and eventually he just grabbed some clothes off the shelf and and put them back on uh with clearly no intention to pay for them. Uh police finally arrested him too. Well, he he got on his scooter and he was trying to run him over with his scooter. So the the police, cops? Yeah. <laughs> so they stopped the scooter and pulled him off and arrested him. I am definitely going to find these videos. <laughs> I don't know that they're videos. I don't know if there's videos of them. I'm there's reading gotta the story. There's got to be videos. Can you imagine <laughs> yeah, you that happening in their front cell of you out. and not pulling a cell phone out? <laughs> Nobody's going to believe this. <laughs> Only in Walmart. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, have you ever... Do a search on Walmart shoppers <laughs> You'll someday. Find some Google stories, images. There's websites with collections of them. And <laughs> just like the this. strangest people. <laughs> well, you know my feelings on Walmart. I know. I know. We're going to do a podcast <laughs> on Walmart, Walmart someday. Yeah. <laughs> Walmart's almost gone anyway. Uh, Amazon is, is is kicking their butts. Kind of take, taking over, aren't and, they? Uh, yeah. But you won't hear me saying the same thing about Amazon. Mm-hmm. Uh, Anyway, well, you know, Amazon is is so much into, uh, you know, if you just want to let them be the broker and and you handle all of your own logistics, they're fine with that. Yeah, you know, <laughs> the, I mean, uh, I mean, I get okay, because uh, like my wife will fight me to the death on this whole subject, yeah. um, but I Amazon does not put uh, small businessmen out of business. Oh right, no, they can use Amazon to expand their business. Yeah, it's you could you you anyone can sell on Amazon, and so the thing is, like, 
uh, would Vicky Vicky's reply to that would be so a guy has a phone that he's going to sell and so he goes on Amazon to sell that phone and the second it starts selling a whole lot then suddenly Amazon has it for sale for a few bucks cheaper and I think that does happen sometime but what Amazon really gets out of this is two things number one having the largest store imagine yeah. and having so many things for sale that they themselves could never carry all this stuff but they still sell it mm-hmm. number two um, I mean they they learn buying pattern it, it I, oh, I think right right I think their database probably puts Facebook's to shame yeah I, yeah they know I mean, so much Amazon, about like, people spending money you go search for something and and they come up with three other things that you might be interested in based on half both the time they're your right. past spending and what you search for. And what other people have done. Right, right. And um, I, I, people are so paranoid about this. Oh. And I, I've never me, been Amazon's paranoid. The, the way to do it. I mean, they provide the yeah. marketplace. But, yeah, but, why, but, why not? Why wouldn't you want a seller to know what you want to buy? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, compare it, it just, that to the cost of sending a salesman... Uh, you know, to all the different places that you could market your goods. Right. You know. Or um, compare that to walking into a store and saying, I need to do this, or I, I, I want to set up my computer to do this. And the salesman might or might not know how to accomplish that, oh, all the different right. things you're going to need to accomplish it. Yeah. it. Little things like that, it's handy when there's this uh, entity that knows what you're going to need. Mm-hmm. Or at least could guess what he. I see. I think the same thing about Google. Oh yeah. If yeah, I want to search for have... something, it's nice to know. I mean, I start ter- typing in searches, and they know what I'm searching for before, before. I'm even <laughs> spelled out the first word. I know, isn't it weird? It's <laughs> it's like where, bizarre. Where did they get their mind reading software. <laughs> I. It's like you've Vicky got two insists words out, that... and the words you've got out are so generic they could go anywhere, yeah. and they happen to land very close to where you want to go. Vicky insists that they're listening to us because we'll oh, talk okay. about something. <laughs> and the first word will be the or something yeah. like that. And, and they know they... what you're searching for. <laughs> Somebody's listening to us. Well, you know, your your cell phones, uh, a guy did a test with, uh, I mean, I, did I bring this up on a podcast in the past? The guy had his, his iPhone. Hold on. Okay. So, yeah, Vicky wanted to uh, to stress that, that they are indeed listening. She she heard oh, yeah. me talking about it, and she had Yo, to come in and say, yes, they're listening. <laughs> well, the guy right, had now, his, his iPhone, and, and he wanted to turn the, the full-time mic off, you know, that he didn't want to be listened to. And he, he contacted Apple or went into the iPod store, whatever it is, that did somehow talk to them. And they, oh, yeah, you do this and this and this, and then it's off, and then your mic's not running unless you're actually using it for something. So... Uh, he did that, and he decided to test it. Uh, so he he went in, and, and just with his cell phone in his pocket, um, the screen off and everything, um, mm-hmm. he started talking like he's talking to his dog. You know, hey, good boy, come here. You know, stuff like that. Uh, yeah. Well, he doesn't have a dog. Uh, but he started talking like that, and the next time he got online, and uh, I don't know if it was like, uh, it was on his phone. The next time he started doing something on his phone that where they put, you know, personalized ads up and stuff, yeah. he started advertising dog products, dog, like dog food dog and food stuff ads. like that. Yeah, see, I, I, I don't doubt it. I don't, I, I'm not, 
I don't spend a whole lot of time thinking about it, but yeah. it, it's not a, something where I would be completely surprised. Right. But I don't think I'll ever care as much as... Oh. It just doesn't bother me. Yeah. Um, I, I don't care if as long as it's... As long as it stays... Um, as long as the government can't do exactly as 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 long as it it's it stays something that's that it's just well okay it's a way to it, make it's, money it's the cost of me having this product okay uh, if I really don't like it if you know I can take the inconvenience of turning my cell phone off all the way when I'm not using it and there's no law that's going to say you have to have this on you twenty four seven exactly so. Um, you know the the only downside I think is that it, it increases uh, the the capability for surveillance. So, for example, the um, you know let's say the government decided that oh the uh, the cell phone networks all have to give away for the NSA to um, at will tap into you know any stream of data right or something like that that you know that they have to technologically provide that capability then the NSA can just do it at will no court orders or anything like that. That's the kind of thing that I would be against, um, you know. And the government has tried that before, you know. They were uh, yeah uh, back in oh, well, gosh, Obama had a big thing. Well, no, before Obama, back in the like the eighties or something, when when strong cryptography was in, you know in, in the public sector um, was becoming or the private sector, uh, the public forum was yeah. kind of becoming a a, um, a thing that people were aware of and, and were aware of the capability of oh you could actually hide your communications even from the government stuff like that. And the government was proposing for telecommunications a encryption chip that all the telecommunication companies would be required to use for their encryption. It was called the Clipper mm-hmm. chip. Uh, but the thing about it was that it was built with government crackable backdoors. So, you know, just in case. Yeah. So that we can track down what a terrorist or whatever. So the government, you know, if they can get away with it, they'll try to do that kind of stuff. Yeah. So, uh, I think we should okay. get on topic again. You okay. Got so story, yeah, back right? back on top. So that was that was Walmart. <laughs> the other one is in Connecticut. So uh, a couple uh, was out shopping in the morning, and they came home to find a 35-year-old man named Joseph Achenbach uh, inside their house. He apparently crashed his Ford ex- uh, Ford Escape into their backyard, and then wandered into the house through an unlocked. Uh, back uh, unlocked uh, sliding glass door <clears throat> the thing is he was wandering around the house naked the police okay. were unable to find clothes on the scene it appears that he was naked when he was driving crashed into their yard went into their house and hung out uh, and my understanding is he didn't even try to get some of their clothes to put them on he was just uh, you know must have uh, been dazed k- kicking it natural <laughs> dazed and confused <laughs> he must you know, have been. they say dr- drugs and alcohol uh, probably had something to do with it Right. Well, they say uh, make sure you have a pair of clean underwear on in case you're ever in an accident. (laughs) There you go. And he he didn't have any clean underwear. (laughs) So he's going to drive naked because he's out of clean underwear. He's out of clean underwear. (laughs) That's pretty good. I don't... If you came home and there was a dude in your house walking around naked, I mean, that would be really freaky. It would. It's it like, would scare the daylights the out of you at first. <laughs> and then you realize that, well, I don't know. He's just high or something. <laughs> but, you know, be just, scary. I don't know. It, it would be one of those things. I mean, it would be in some ways more scary than, than you know, like, I don't know, getting mugged or something like that, I think. Right. You know, it's like, you know, it would just be like just... 
this a guy who mugs you wants your wallet and uh he might hurt you afterwards but you know what he wants yeah but a, yeah. a naked guy in your living room it's like wait a minute just, how did that have that that's like that's like not supposed to happen you know that's like yeah you know that's that's like this, uh Muggings happen. Yeah. Nude guys in your living room don't <laughs> happen. Don't have, that doesn't happen. Wow. All right. That's all I've got from the land of nonsense. <laughs> okay. We covered a good hour and a half with no subject. Oh, wow. We're pretty good at not talking just, about just anything gab- yeah, we're in particular. <laughs> talking about nothing. Yeah. And, and uh, you know, a few of the things, uh, you know, we touched on the Catholic uh, viewpoint of other things. It's just more the, uh, the common sense viewpoint of. Yeah. <clears throat> but uh, next week or next podcast is going to be about Satan, Lucifer. The devil. Is it yep. is Satan and Lucifer the same being? Uh, and I Beelzebub? Th- I think Satan is more... Well, well, Beelzebub is not considered the same as Lucifer. Uh, okay. I think Beelzebub is a... Is a um, uh, I think it derives from a certain culture, um, and it's... It, you know, he, Beelzebub is considered to be one of the demons, maybe one of the main mm-hmm. demons, but it's like that culture's um, uh, name for, you know, uh, evil uh, demon, whatever. Um, Lucifer is a specific... Um, well, he's describing uh, the Bible, you know, fallen angel that's, that's yeah. based on, you know, particular um, particular uh, Christian theology. So is is Lucifer the same as the serpent? I don't know. I you know, in in terms of, uh, of yeah, that's that. Yeah, that's was the he question. the one? I don't know. Or I it the one? You know, I'm writing a book about that. No, I didn't. About know. the devil. Oh, okay. I'm writing a book. I, I've always I've always wanted to write horror, and I never. I think I've mentioned this before. It always ends up becoming uh, sci-fi. sci-fi. Yeah. Um, so then I tried to write some true horror stories so i found some stories here in cincinnati i wrote a book about that Mm -hmm. uh but now what i'm doing is i'm writing a book about an exorcist um but it has to follow the rules that this is only stuff that could happen ah okay okay it's not a true story but it's no but it's it's plausible it's an authentic story right it's uh, well and in other words it's one that that'll you know be truly scary right because that's what I I watch horror stories and I'm like this but that couldn't yeah, happen. That couldn't happen. <laughs> Why is this scary? I mean if it did happen it would be scary but it can't yeah, happen but so it can't, it's not as scary. As a story it's not scary, right? On the other hand the book or the movie The Exorcist that scared the daylights out of me. Mhm. Yeah. Although I I don't think all of that could happen. Well maybe it could, I don't know. But um the idea of of an invading uh demon always scared me. So Yeah. That's what the book's going to uh is about i'm i'm like well maybe you can share some of your research next week then yeah 20 maybe ten thousand words away from the end here so oh wow i'm wrapping up now okay cool so uh maybe by next week i'll have my first draft neat so all right well uh we didn't really say much but think about it anyway and <laughs> yeah. uh, circle the beads circle the beads and, uh, absolutely we'll see you next time bye everyone uh, podcast podcast